Thank y'all for tuning in on today to the broadcast. I am so excited about the broadcast on today. How many of you have a testimony? How many of you have a testimony? Well, on tonight, 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 I have my sisters on here. I have prophetess, none other, little sis, <laughs> homegirl, Shanita Jeffrey. <laughs> My other sis, OMG. Listen, Elder, Lord have mercy. Gwendolyn Jeffrey, listen. <laughs> We got a tag team. They gonna put me in the coat over here. Listen, it tonight, tonight, tonight is going to be amazing. And we all know that we go through things and challenges and things like that. And y'all always hear me tell you, tell your real testimony. And they are authors. Lord have mercy. I'm trying to stay over in my lane today because I feel real comical, but <laughs> but this is a serious matter of, of, of women sharing their stories and their testimony. I want to start off with, with Melissa is here, uh, prophetess. Oh my God! I know that's that. Can't know that. That I think I got a swag with. Can I say it one more again? You know, say one more again, sis. Prophetess. That be me. That's me. That's got, the girl. You got right here. Yeah, right there. Right you got here. to recognize. <laughs> Listen, I know that you are a loving wife. Come on and tell them about you. Just send a little a, a snapshot shout out. You know, let them know who, you know, your sidekick is, you know, your, yeah, right there. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Y'all yes. know I'm on Orthodox. Yes. My sidekick is Bishop Glenn Jeffrey. That's my, <laughs> that's my boo. That's my lover friend right there. <laughs> Bishop Glenn Jeffrey, if you're online, I love you, baby. Your Ooh. wife love you, man. Ooh. Okay, yeah, yeah, you said real, like a real Ooh, testimony. Yeah, look here, this love is real. Okay, uh, babe, right. let, me, let me tell y'all something. Y'all don't run out, don't run out, <clears throat> don't run out, cause it's gonna get real raw. I promise. <laughs> y'all already know it's unorthodox. That's our best kept secret. Oh, What's up, family? Okay. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. What, what you been doing? I don't interview like everybody else. I'm all like, yeah, I'm I know. Ghetto. That's, that's, Go right. ahead. that's all right. I can be ghetto too. Okay, all right. You know. I ain't bougie like that. Okay, I'm all right. right. I, I'm, yeah, right. I'm just saying. Okay, what you want the people to know? <clears throat> you know. My name is um, Prophetess Shanita Jeffrey. Yeah. I'm Shanita Jeffrey, y'all. Look here. I'm so laid back. I'm 100% real. I'm so transparent. You know, sometimes I'm a little bit too raw. People say, you know, I'm real, not perfect. This girl ain't perfect over here. I done had some trials and tribulations, okay, but I've overcome by the blood, okay? Do you hear me? The blood of the... Oh, okay, we gotta just switch mics over here. I guess I was, you know, a little baffled or something. <laughs> Hey, family! 
I told y'all, she 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 cute and all that good stuff. Yeah. And, you know, she's married to what to the bishop, y'all. Yes. She married to the bishop. Listen, I want to go ahead on the forewarn, y'all. Tonight is about testimonies, about giving you a real life story on tonight. She's an author. They're authors, and so we we gonna be talking real stuff on tonight. All right, you may get a Shonda here and there. <clears throat> you know, if you want to call in and you got a testimony, you want to share it with us, the number's up there. You can call 346-314-4119 because tonight is, is height night. Yeah, <clears throat> 346-314-4119. So tonight is a night of, oh, or 832. <laughs> uh, yeah, 604-7949. You can call on up here and holler at your girl. All right. So over here in the other corner, <clears throat> that, oh, the other corner, that <laughs> over there, we have Elder, Elder, El, Elder. We have the Elder, the big Elder in the house on tonight. Te- <laughs> oh. Amen. I'm going to be good, I promise, but I'm hanging out with my sister. <laughs> So, you know, you got to be real. So, uh, Elder, Elder, yeah, Elder, uh, uh, won't you tell them, you know, who you are and where you came from and where you fell off Amen. onto the planet? <laughs> tell them all that good stuff. Where you fell off. Amen. Thanks, Big Sis. Thank you for putting that up there for me. Dr. Calder. Go ahead. Amen. Amen. Uh, well, I'm the bishop's sister. And <laughs> uh I actually uh, a native of Texas, but um, I moved back to Texas uh, in 2018 from Atlanta. I was there for uh, 25 years, so wow. that's where I answered my call to ministry. And that's elder, y'all. And got ordained as an elder in the AME Church. So, that's um, elder. Amen. Okay. Amen. But, uh, praise the Lord. But I'm just, I'm just God's servant, really. They give me that title, but uh, and I earned it. Believe that. Amen. You serve Make first. It, you know, and you know, yeah. doctor, you have to earn that. You yeah. Know, yeah. They don't yeah. give it to you. Yeah. You got to earn it. Amen. Yeah. So, yeah, I earned it, but uh, yeah. I'm still God's servant. I don't mind watching no feeding. See, that's what I'm talking about. Now, that's, that that yeah. calls for a Shonda. <laughs> she says she don't mind cleaning no talk and a shot top. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. yeah. All that right there. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, right there. So, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so comical. Y'all, I was asleep earlier, and they thought I was coming from the dead zone. And I told her I got a whole nother personality uh, that I would arise and wake up. So, uh, Amen. Yeah, them bones got up. Come on they, they, Yeah, Ezekiel, let them bones come together. <laughs> Listen, sis, tell us, uh, you know, what I know you, y'all cold wrote the book about testimony and we all know that when you talk about hey family everybody saying hello uh when you have a testimony that means that you've overcame some things god brought you through some things and now you are sharing your story and listen i tell you when you go through something and God brings you out and you have a great testimony, you better shout with a voice of triumph to let the enemy know that you are an overcomer. 
See, a lot of times we go through things and we come out of them and we don't want to share them. But we do not know what person's life will be impacted because we opened our mouth and shared our story. So on tonight, these beautiful women, my sisters, are here tonight because we're sharing testimonies. I know y'all done heard mine 1,500,000 times. So I'm going to get out the way and, and allow somebody else to share their story that they can be a blessing to somebody else. I want to start off by asking you, sis, what inspired you or, you know, how we get an unction or something in our, our, our gut uh, for sharing things that um, have helped us to grow in, in certain areas of our life or even in ministry. What was the one thing uh, that got you that says, okay, I have to put this in writing that others may know? Amen. Well, what got me, what even started me in reference to even um, writing the My Testimony book is because I had wrote a book called Get Your Mind. And um, I believe in women ministry. I believe in empowering women. I believe in transforming women. I believe that we can all come together and rise to the top. So when I wrote that book, there were so many other women around me. I said, you know what? I want them to be a part of something that's great. Amen. And so I asked um, several women if they wanted to be a part of the My Testimony book. And they all accepted. Amen. And I knew it was an opportunity for them to get their story out there. Because we all go through things in life. But it takes that one story, hearing that one person's life, that can change your life. So that's why I initially... um, wrote the book. Wow. Wow. I I know that 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 your sister in law is a part yes. of the journey. She is. Uh, and listen, it's so good, y'all, this this is good because they are sister in laws and who say that women, you know, <clears throat> in family can't get along or they can't collaborate and, you know, do things together to make an impact or make a difference in the lives of somebody else. So this is amazing to see (laughs) in-laws. Now, this just a side boy right here. Some of y'all know, in the real world, y'all don't get along with y'all in-laws. Come on, can can we say Shonda, boom, shakalaka, (laughs) amen, or something? We we tonight just real talk. I mean, just we just you know we 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 just talking tonight. All right, just a bunch of women. You know, this go for men too, cause you got in laws and people and stuff like that. You got story too, yeah. And so, uh, I want to ask this question. It may be told off to some people, but what? draws you to her as your sister, not because your sister-in-law, but as your sister, uh, even in ministry, because this is so, this is so good to me, y'all just don't know, to see in-laws together, but you still sisters in ministry, working together to accomplish 
something great in the kingdom? Well, I, I would say you have to have a like mind. You know, um, we have a mind to serve Christ. And it doesn't matter uh, uh, what our feelings are, what, what what our genders are, you know. But we have we we're here to to save souls, and that's our purpose. So, but um, I mean, I always wanted a sister, wow. and God gave me my my little sis right here. I'm, I'm a little bit older, so sometimes I'm like mama, but <laughs> but we definitely are um, uh, sisters that love one another, and wow. we can. Uh, um, you know, we can talk, we can cry together, we can have disagreements, but we always come together and we love one another because wow. we, we have that like mind and, and we know what, what our purpose is. Wow. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Listen, take some notes there. Come on, sisterhood. <laughs> they all over here. You know, I just, you know, I just feel like I'm just all, you You're know, in the, in the family. <laughs> you are you in are the family, family girl. You know, I feel my heart just... Yeah. Yes. See, they say y'all horse. Uh, uh, Pastor AJ say y'all horse appear. That's our other sister. She right yes, there. Man. Yeah. Yes, she, yeah. I love you, girl. <laughs> See there? Yeah? I ain't the only one ghetto, huh? See, that's what I'm talking about. Real. Amen. Real, not perfect. Amen. <laughs> Doctor Yo, I want to say this about um, family. And see, the, the biggest thing about family, what people need to understand, we can always agree to disagree. Me and my sister about had some knockout drag outs, but there was something that she said was so profound. We always come back together in love. And when you let love rule your heart and your mind, there is nothing. Wow. Love covers a multitude of faults. That is the wow. word of God. And if wow. people would start really genuinely love, Wow. All families could be coming together if you really love. So you got to understand the meaning of love. Oh, Jesus. She in that thing, y'all. She in that thing already. And covering and covering one another. You have to cover one another. If I if you see your sister naked out there, cover her. Don't don't leave her out go there ahead, for somebody. Go, go <laughs> don't give her, don't leave her nice. out there for somebody to destroy her or, or him, you know, wow. but um you you cover them. Wow. Y'all y'all heard that. Did y'all get some nuggets out of that? I'ma get in trouble. Shonda. <laughs> I'm trying to be good. I promise y'all I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be good. But when she talked about covering and not um leaving your sister or your brother out there uncovered and naked, let me tell you something. I don't care how deep we are. I'm going to say we are. I don't care how strong we are. There is a human side of us that carry emotions. Are you hearing me? We can fall at any given moment. Who's there to catch us when we fall? So when she was talking about covering and not leaving uncovered, that's what family does. They, when you are at your weakest, that person becomes strong and they help you, they build you, they cover you. And they also nurture you back to your rightful place with God's help. Are you hearing me? 
And the love of God is so crucial right now. I've been saying this for the longest. People are hurting. They don't feel like they have anybody that they can talk to or should I say confide in. So when I hear her, their, their, their sister-in-laws saying, we can agree to disagree, but the love factor that sis said and the love factor that they have for one another gives a great deal of accountability to cover the other one when the other one is not at their full potential. We're going to all get there. Yes. Are you hearing me? That's a part of your testimony. That's a part of your process. Now, which brings me up to what was a pivotal moment in your life? Mm. <laughs> uh, because in order for you to write my testimony mm -hmm. there comes a pivotal point or a crossroad that you came to okay. but you also had to come through that's how this came out so what was the pivotal point of the crossroad for you? Well, just to share a little bit about testimony that's actually in the book, because I got plenty of testimonies Come on for here. you. But the one that's in the book, it, I was I got pregnant at 16 years old. Come on here. My God. And um, unfortunately, I didn't have people that were surrounding me, pushing me off to college and, you know, just training me like, you know, most people do, like most parents do. I didn't wow. have that in my life. So I was gonna go off to the military and that didn't happen. So I ended up allowing um, my daughter's grandparents um, wow. guardianship over her. Amen. So because the military didn't happen, I ended up going to Illinois. She was like, the grandmother was like, hey, we'll take care of her. You go get settled, you go get situated. And um, we'll, we'll, you can come back and get her. Wow. Amen. Well, uh, needless to say, that did not happen. Mm. Amen. Here it is. Now I'm 18 years old, right? Um, I'm, I'm getting this letter that they want to um, adopt her, right? And, and the wow. father, of course, is on board. You know, it's his parents. They're on board. And the spiel they gave me was um, the grandfather has heart issues. And if something happens to him, My your God. daughter will get a check. So this is what they were feeding me, right? And something in me still didn't say Okay, yes, something still in me didn't say sign the paper. I end up calling the judge, amen, and I asked the judge, and you know, the judge told me that it was a good idea. Wow. Yeah, the judge told me it was a good idea. So I end up um, signing the adoption papers. Um, of course, I didn't have nobody guiding me, telling me, no, don't do that. Wow. And so it came to a point where um, I couldn't get my child, and I was bitter. I was angry. I was unforgiving. I mean, every time I seen them people, wow. I wanted to fight. Do you hear me? You Whoa. know what? The pivotal point that came in my life is when um, my daughter was 12 years old and her father died. Wow. Her father died. And her father died before her grandfather. So the woman, you know, that took my child lost her only son. Wow. Yes. She took yours, mm -hmm. and then she lost us. She lost us. Wow. wow. Yes. 
and she had two children, so she still has a daughter, you know, that's living, but her only son, you know, God, and I, I, I just felt compelled, you know, for my daughter to forgive her and let that go. Wow. Yeah. Um, and of course, I had moved to Houston now at this point, you know, the month that um, he died was the month I had just, you know, um, was about to close on my house here in Houston. And now, you know, I'm from Arkansas. And so I had to leave my child yet again. Amen. Yet again. Wow. And um, yeah, that was very um, heartbreaking. You know, I understand mothers, you know, that lose their children. Wow. You know, I've, I've been in that place. I've been in that broken place. And, you know, um, when I had my son, I was like, ain't nobody going to touch him. Ain't nobody going to keep him. Ain't nobody going to do nothing. It was me and him. We was ride or die. <laughs> Baby. Yes. Wow. So, yeah. That's, that's something amazing uh, to a mother, to a parent, you know. Um, it's really something when you go through, you know, being misled because that's what happened to you. You were misinformed uh, with false information, yes. you know, and we have to be careful. That's why it's good to have accountability or somebody that you can trust, somebody that you can get wisdom from or guidance, you know, that will help you along the way. Because listen, let the truth be told. We're not the smartest person in our surroundings. There is somebody may have the knowledge that we need, but at the time you were young, you understand what I'm saying? So being misguided at a young age, going over into your adulthood, how long, and then I'm coming to you, did you hold on? to that because I know that would be a hard resentful place for me yeah for years I, I'm telling you it was years I mean but it wasn't until her father died that something broke in me wow yeah when he died something broke in me it's like okay I can't hold on to this I gotta let this go wow yeah because at, at that moment at that time you know I was there for her grandmother you know I was there with her Ooh, y'all listen. I ain't gonna be up here crying. I promise y'all know I'm gonna be no cry baby. But you know, when it comes to us and our children, um, that's a great joy that the Lord gives us to have our children. Are you hearing me? So when you're separated from your seed, that's a problem. Come on in. So for you. Wow. What was your pivotal moment? Um, well, in the book, I talked about um, having 20-20 vision. You know, when you're young, you don't see as well. But 
at my age now, that, that good age. That elder <laughs> that, age. That elder age. <laughs> We're not talking about a title elder. We're talking about you get a little bit more seasoned. Uh, the fabulous but, 50s. <laughs> oh, I don't to, mind to tell, to tell yeah, the story. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to hit that next month, Jesus. <laughs> the big five, oh, y'all pray for me. Amen. Grace, grace. But um, mine was about abandonment, you know, uh, being raised by a single mother. And, wow. Uh, and always having that desire and that want to have my father there to, um, you know, be there as the covering and, uh, you know, to sit on daddy's lap. I was a daddy's girl. Ooh. And uh, he came back from the army and uh, he actually um, divorced my mom and married a Caucasian lady. So uh, I was a little upset with that because he, he, he took, uh, he went to California and took her kids and adopted them and didn't come back to get his own, uh, worry about me and my brother. Wow. So, um, and my brother, uh, when he left, uh, I was four and my brother was two. So my brother never really saw him alive. Uh, you know, I, this would run into my brother's testimony, but my brother, uh, when my dad died, that was the first time he saw him alive. Wow. In a, I mean, not alive, but saw him in a casket. And the man asked my brother to do the eulogy. Wow. Yeah, so he never saw my dad, uh, you know, in, in bodily form until he was uh, a grown man and then he, he preached his funeral. But, uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, but um, just, you know, and then the man I married was uh, another person that wasn't uh, uh, a faithful man. And so it, I, I had to experience that abandonment again. So that's what I talked about in the book. So, you know, had to go through the process so, and that's the thing, we don't want to go through the process, and it's not a short process. Sometimes you got to go the long way around to learn the lesson. So, that's what I want to do. Wow. That was my testimony. Wow. Understanding the process. And wow. understanding that. Uh, and then when God saved me, he saved me on my dad's birthday. Oh, wow. And he told me, he said, I've always been your father. So I said, yes, Lord, I know. Wow. Listen, you know, we just had Father's Day. <laughs> shout, shout out to all the daddies, you know, all that, you know, fathers, daddies, you know, baby daddy, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> to the good fathers, shout yes, out to, shout you, out to you for being yes. responsible. Yes. Um, because that's a hard thing when you, when you said something. <clears throat> about your dad you know I was just uh, you know I do my walk uh, twice a week and so I was on um, Facebook live and the Lord took me to the journey of uh, the bitter place that I was in um, my father him and my mom they divorced As a matter of fact he was in the service too you know and uh, they, they got a divorce and he went on and started kind of living his life without me. And so uh, I began to uh, uh, search for love uh, in the wrong places. Um, also in my marriage, um, at the earliest stages, uh, I didn't want to hear nothing uh, that my husband, his wisdom, because my thing was, you're not my daddy. You know, so I had this hard wall up. And it took me and my dad, we have a relationship now, I think. 
God for the healing and the restoration. So um, I can understand what it is to long for your father to be in your life and you feel rejected, you know. And so um, it's, it's not a good feeling, but we have to thank God for the process because what it taught me was how to love unconditional <laughs> because every life lesson teaches you something what it taught you was how to be forgiving yes what it taught you was how to be strong what it taught me is how to love you know and so a lot of times we have to understand that our testimony, the test that we went through, it's really not for us. It is it is for somebody else. What mother is out there now that's young that may be at the crossroad with their child and need a decision to be made? And because you're sharing your story, that could help that mother say, wait a minute, let me go seek somebody for some guidance to get some wisdom before I do this. Because they can look at you and see, you know, even though you're good now, the Lord is with you. But they can also identify with the hurt or the process that you went through. Mm-hmm. What, yes. what, what is it that you would share with a young you right now, right now. to help them? Amen. Well, the first and foremost thing, because every situation is not the same situation. Yeah. Amen. And I mean, I give credit, you know, to... You know, my granddaughter's um, grandparents, because they loved her. They took care of her. Um, I mean, they did everything. That girl was full rotten. Did you hear me? It's not that they, you know, didn't take care of my daughter. They took very good care of my daughter. They just took her from me. And what wisdom I would give any young person that's dealing with this situation, you know, as the woman of God said, seek counsel first. Don't just make a decision and then go to God. Amen. That, let that be your first counsel. Mm. Go to God. Ask God who to sing you to, to talk to. Because sometimes, you know, we need audible voices, okay? And so I would pray, 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 and fast. <laughs> Hello? That's, what I, that's the wisdom I would give you. Pray fast and read your word and let God guide you in that decision. Yeah. Can I ask you this question? And then I'm coming back to you. When you were at that age, were you saved? Did you know God? Oh, no. Okay. I ain't know nothing about Jesus like that. I knew Jesus. I knew his name. Okay. I didn't have a relationship with him, but I knew who to call on. Wow. Because the reason why I asked that, because like where we are now, I can tell anybody, okay, just pray about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But... What place were you in when that happened that you wasn't in that kind of relationship to really hear from God or know that you was hearing from him? You know what I'm saying? 
to be able to say, okay, I'm going to pray about this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to somebody. I'm going to seek some counsel about it. I'm going to get the help that I need. Amen. And that's why we go through things. <laughs> that's why we go through so somebody don't have to go through what we went Come through. Come on here. <laughs> that's Amen. a Shonda moment. Y'all don't know when to shout. See? Yeah, so I didn't have nobody telling me to go to Christ. You know, but when you, you surround yourself with people, yeah. you know, that know him. Okay? Because there's safety and counsel. You hear what I'm saying? There's safety in counsel. So for the the young person that may be listening on the line on tonight, find you somebody that know Christ. Amen. And get wisdom from that individual. At 16, I can't tell you where my mind was. (laughs) I'm just going to be real with you. I had to get my mind. Okay? Okay. So, but, you know, at this mature state that I'm in, okay, I'm not on no milk. I'm eating meat right now, okay? So I can tell you to connect yourself with somebody else. Amen? Because I know at 16 years old, 17, 18, some of y'all are 25. Don't have it together and don't know Jesus so, so right I'm now. But know. let somebody that now let me talk to the people. <laughs> you know that. Let me talk let me to the, the, the elders on the line I'm on tonight. Sick. Let me talk to the wiser women on tonight. Amen. <laughs> when you see a younger woman, help her. Lift her up Girl, and encourage wait, her. Wait, let me. You know how they say, lay that. Wait, wait, wait. Thank you. That's all I'm going to say. Amen. Go, go ahead. Come on. The old are supposed to teach the young. How will they know unless somebody helps teach them and guide them? Amen. We don't need, don't no older woman need to be jealous of a young woman. You need to be helping her. Don't be talking about it because her, her, her skirt is short. Amen. Pull her to the side, baby. Listen. Look, just talk with her. You ain't got to judge her. Talk to her. It's loving and kindness. I have drawn thee. Some of us want to just judge, 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 judge. Be kind. Be gentle. And you will draw her. Amen. I'm going to get over here. My uh, elder, you want it. Since you got elder behind your name, you want I'm going to stay over in the corner because... Them kind of subjects, I get in trouble in the hot seat. That's all so, right. That's uh, all but right. go ahead, Elder. Go ahead. Give Amen. some good wisdom. But uh, I agree. But uh, just like she said, just show them love and compassion because you don't you don't need to uh, really sit in the judgment seat, especially if you don't if your closet is not clean. You might have some skeletons in the closet, some dead bodies. Matter of fact, in the closet. So don't don't be judging. Uh, um, uh, you know, uh, young people or other people uh, until your your closet is clean. I'll put it like that. But um, you know, just show them love, show them compassion, uh, give them understanding, give them give them wisdom. Um, try to talk to them before they make the mistake. But if they are in whatever the situation is, you know, don't judge them at that time. At that time, you need to show them compassion and love wow. and guide them through. Uh, the situation so they can get to the other side. Wow. Because God still has a purpose and destiny for their life. You don't want to damage them. You want to encourage them and uplift them. Wow. Edify. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, now listen, that's some good stuff right there. Listen, I'm probably going to get in trouble. I'm always in trouble. But Lord, Pastor, 
You got me broke. <laughs> yeah, that's my apostle from the Fifth Ward Missionary Apostolic Five Star Baptist <laughs> Koji Church over there, Pastor Russell. They got the oil for me and everything. I'm probably going to get greasy, greasy tonight. <laughs> Just lay your hands on me. I'm going to lay this bell on me. But listen, I just want to co-sign with whatever. I normally don't co-sign with stuff. I'm very skeptical about co-signing. But I'm going to co-sign with this. There are some millennials out there, right? And uh, they looking at us, right? And they're trying to glean from us, right? So what are we showing them? What are we showing them? Are we showing them the love of God? Are we showing them we so deep? We never went through nothing. We never made no mistakes. Uh, I know skinny jeans just came back around, but I remember when I was a 36, 24, 36 brick house. <laughs> now I'm a plus size brick house. Brick house. Hey! So. <laughs> If it had not been nobody out there that said, young lady, you know, to my young self, there's something better for your life or speaking into my life, where would I be? You understand what I'm saying? So we have to be careful <laughs> of how we come across to even, and not even just our millennials, but to each other. You don't know what woman is dealing with self-esteem. You don't know what woman is dealing with abuse. Let me say our sisters. You don't know what they're facing behind closed doors. And so when they come in public, they may be on that last leg. Or we gonna be the one as sisters to help them, push them, pray for them, speak life in them. Or we going to add to their pain. And those were questions that we have to ask ourselves. And a lot of times, we as women, we don't want to hear that. But we can be some of the most condescending, messy people My God, today. that walk on this earth. Mm -hmm. Can I hit the bell on that? And I'm just one that's going to be real because that was a time I did that. See, we don't tell on ourselves. Yeah. I look at who, I mean, who she think, you know, who, who she thinks she is, who she thinks she is. And that woman may be trying to build up her self-esteem, and you up here, she going through issues 
behind closed doors. You don't know if her husband or even her children talking her praise or people that's in her family saying she not beautiful or whatever. And then she come out to, to you know, just to put on her makeup and build herself, build herself up. And then we are, well, who is she? How do you think that makes somebody feel? How would that make you feel? Well, you know what, sis, let me say this. You know, for the, the, the woman that's, you know, being condescending and messy, you know, really there's something going on in, inside of that woman. Right. Help, help. Yes. Yeah. And there's so, you know, that's why, you know, that's coming out because there's some inner issues that they need to deal with. And so if people would just be honest with themselves, right, stop looking at everybody else, Jesus. see, they can get healed, mm -hmm. and then they will encourage the next woman, right? They won't be envy. They won't, it won't be no envy. It won't be mm -hmm. no jealousy. Amen. We, we can do this together. Amen. Sis, can I tell y'all something? Y'all are beautiful. <laughs> you beautiful too. <laughs> See, that's how you do it. We build, we build each other up. We strengthen each other. We encourage each other. Because you don't know what woman is dealing. She may be pretty on the outside, but she don't feel pretty on the inside. So, where my sister's at? Hmm. That's what she's saying. Arise. Yes. Arise. Yes. Yes. Arise. We should be calling each other to arise. What you say on that, Elder? I'm staying in my corner because I ain't getting in trouble. Hey, <laughs> I, I promise you. I, I definitely uh, would say uh, to tell our sisters to arise. Um, you don't have to stay. In, in that situation, because uh, I mean, I grew up, like I said, with a single mother, but I remember um, running um, uh, away from my stepfather who was abusive to my mother. And, uh, you know, and just having to live with that type of situation, never knowing if he's gonna kill her or, you know, it was even a point where um, wow. he wanted to uh, beat my brother with a water hose and my mom said no. So we ran to my aunt to go get the police wow. and then he beat my mom with the water hose and they said she probably wouldn't walk but yeah but to god be the glory she did come oh, through but just living through all of that that type of situation and never knowing if you know if, if he's gonna be you know kill her or whatever but um but she had the strength to, to leave him wow and he still would be you know he still would try to come and do what he you know wanted to do but uh you know, she just had to stand up one day and put a gun in his face. I know we're getting raw, but <laughs> she had to put a gun yeah. in his face and say, you will never hit me again. Uh, and that was the end of that story. Over here, we bring the gospel heat to the, that's why I say T-H-A, streets. S-T-R-E-T-Z. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, uh, well, that's that's what we do over here. Sis, this right here. Sis, I gotta say this. What's well, that? I, I gotta say this because you know, as sisters or and you know, even brothers, you know, yeah. you don't know the mindset of another person. Well, somebody wanna be what? No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm just being real. Just because somebody is all dressed up and dolled up, you don't know their mind. And so why you? You know, being condescending and, you know, being hateful and all these things. Wow. You don't know what you can embark yourself upon. Right. Show love. 
Wow. Come on. Wow. I just had to say that. I'm sorry. Listen, I, I mean, I said all the time, you know, um, when when God completes your life from your testimony, you don't even have the mental capacity to compete with another. Because your love for God is so real that all you want to do is see others win, whether it's your sister or your brother. That's it. Because we all win. When you hurt, I hurt. When you win, I win. And vice versa, when I win, you win. You, you understand what I'm yes. saying? And it's all it's all about the love factor. People, if we get the love factor right with each other, it's so much can be done. Yes. You know, take your testimony and help somebody else. I just told people the other day, I said, look, I'm not omnipresent. I'm not God. I can't be everywhere at all times. Only God can. And we we have the God kind of love. Every assignment matters to God. Because at the end of the day, there will be many lives that are transformed because of all of our testimony. Your testimony, Elder Glenn, your testimony, Prophetess Sis, as well as my testimony, and as well as y'all who are listening. Listen, if y'all don't get nothing else out of the broadcast on tonight, love one another. Yes. Build one another. Where you have wisdom, Teach one another. But most of all, show somebody how much you care. This has been an amazing, amazing time of testimony, a time of sharing. Um, I pray that your life will never be the same that you will take your testimony and share it with somebody else listen this is our time this is a broadcast I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in may your life be blessed may your life be blessed